All right, welcome to episode 14. It's mind-blowing to think season one is in the books. You know the feeling when the holidays are approaching, there's all the buildup, and then bam, it's gone. It's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Right out of the gate, I want to say thank you to some people who've been early supporters to the show. First off, Coast Mastering. Coast is the premier audio mastering facility in Berkeley, California. In addition to mastering some amazing records, they specialize in audio restoration and archiving as well. The company is owned and operated by multi-Grammy award-winning engineer Michael Romanowski. He's an amazing dude. They're amazing people. And the show would not have happened without Coast. So thanks, Coast. Arcadia Design Architecture. Arcadia is a full-service firm located in the Philadelphia tri-state area. Evie and Mike McFall and McFall Family Properties. Thank you. DeCroce Law over there in Shemong, New Jersey. The name is the same because it's my older brother. Thank you, Michael, for the support. And to the monthly patrons who jumped on early, thank you. Every penny of support we receive from you guys goes right back into the show to help cover our monthly expenses. Things like remote recording software and our hosting platform. Riverside FM is the remote recording software we use. Riverside allows me to bring you guys the best sounding remote interviews possible. Yes, Zoom is free and I could use it, but it sounds like crap. We want you to hear the guests, not the static. Hosting for the show is also so critical, and while there are free hosting platforms, we all know you get what you pay for. There's a reason it's easy to find the mind unset on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, and that's because we use Buzzsprout. They take care of the distribution because it doesn't matter how good your show sounds if people can't find you. Okay, so you know 14 weeks ago I was freaking out. We had been prepping for about a year, and we're just about to go live with episodes one and two. I had no idea what was going to happen, but the goal was simple. Make positive art and be in a different place at the end than I was at the beginning. As Rumi wrote, the path rarely appears until you start walking. We can always delay our transformation, telling ourselves things like, I'm not ready, I don't have the right equipment, the right guests, but I believe ready is an illusion. You're never really ready. There will always be distractions and detours to test your commitment, but those tests aren't always about exposing your weaknesses. They can also expose your strengths. My first guest on this whole thing was an amazing kickoff to the show. Dustin Klein was so supportive and kind, he didn't even have to do a new show. I had no public facing out there at the time, and all he had to go on was my pitch email. I had a blast talking to Dustin, and I'd love to have him back on the show in the future. Now, in between each guest, I did the solo episodes. People have asked, why this format? Why not all interviews or all solo episodes? Well, Everyone is doing interviews. And as a new show in the world with 2 million podcasts out there, I mean, how do you differentiate yourself? You really can't. It's all been done. They all have great guests, so I can't compete on that level. As a new show, I had no previous format to live up to. I had no audience or expectations I had to worry about, and I just wanted to try something different. It was storytelling for me that stemmed from personal experience, but put out there in a way that it was relatable. I wanted people who might be feeling the same thing or asking the same questions to be able to insert themselves into that story. But every story had to have an uptick at the end, had to be inspiring or encouraging. Those were the parameters. Again, the exercise was for me to not obsess or overthink the process to the point of paralysis. The Strong Coffee, Strong Women came about because it was a title I had in my head for a while. I just didn't know what to do with it. As it happens, I think it's a wonderful opportunity to partner with a coffee company that fits the show's message and gives me a chance to feature really cool women. Taylor Lynn, I mean, what can I say about her episode? She was fun and quirky. She's an amazing woman who's unflinchingly honest about her life, and she was a wonderful guest. 
Now, I won't cover every interview here. This will just drone on and on with me gushing with gratitude. But I want to give props. Mark Stepp, Pepe Chayeres, Dr. Gladys Otto. She was so generous with her time. We had a technical issue, and I had to ask her back to finish the interview. So my wife, Melody, I have to tell you, that was a hard interview. I'm not sure why, but knowing someone so intimately makes it hard to question them in an interview format. Um, Mel designed the website. She's been my cheerleader for 16 years, and this show would not have come about without her. So thank you, Mel. There were quirky moments, technical glitches, and stuff you hope never makes it to the audience, but the show goes on. And uh, to say it again, we are neophytes in the podcast space, but we now have a body of work that we didn't have 14 weeks ago. It's a slow progression, and I'm really proud of what we did. And the Mind Unset is not trying to tell people how to live their lives. I'm simply telling my personal story and wondering out loud. My goal was to be in a different place than I was at the beginning and discover something new along the way. Stephen Pressfield, author of the transformational book, The War of Art, says we find out who we are by the works we produce. I think that's really true. I've read The War of Art countless times. I've given it as a gift, and yet I still wrestle with what Pressfield calls the resistance. It comes in many forms, and most recently when I was putting this show together, and trying to figure out if it was going to be an all-subscription-based or a free channel. I've had some comments about our support the show page, and why we don't have a Patreon page or offer exclusive content, and I thought I'd just address it. Before I began this journey, I sought counsel from other creatives in the space, and I do have a lot of experience from my time in the music business. And when you talk to artists or creatives who aren't financially well-off, it's kind of the elephant in the room. Several people advised me, in addition to the free show, I should do a Patreon channel and produce a weekend edition of the show that would air only to paid subscribers. Aside from doubling my workload, Patreon and exclusive pay-for-extra-content enhancements have never really been an attractive option for me. Now, let me just say, if you're a creator, I totally understand putting exclusive content behind a paywall. I'm not judging anyone here, but for me, it's a larger issue. Um, from the time I began my journey as a musician when I was about 18, Artists and musicians have always been made to feel that asking to be paid for their art was a negative thing. Personally, I believe it's well past time to normalize artists and creators being allowed to ask to be paid for what they create without them having to create more or offer exclusives. If your life's enhanced by a musician or an artist, you should never be offended by them asking to be compensated for their work. Now, that doesn't mean you have to feel obligated to contribute. As a show, I will continue to keep the content free for everyone. We say we're listener-supported because it gives you, the listener, a vested interest in the show. You're paying as you would for Netflix or Amazon Prime. We create content, and you're paying to help support that content. And your contribution keeps me from having to place intrusive ads into the episodes. So that's the skinny on the contribution page. Before I end, I got a couple of questions from subscribers. Thank you. And I thought I'd answer briefly one or two of them. Several of you have asked, what was my favorite solo episode? Of the solo episodes, Rediscovering, Discovery is at the top because it was fun to produce the sound design for that one. Also, it was the first big creative block I hit and turning that block into the piece itself felt pretty rewarding. It was also fun to drive to the church. The best advice I thought was really well written. Took you on a journey that kind of started in one place, swung wide, and then dropped you back in the box at the end. It's funny because I got some pushback on that one, but I'm not sure that the people that pushed back really listened to the entire episode. I think they just assumed it was me giving advice. Probably could have picked a better title for that one. 
overall, I'd have to say that Rise and Shine was my favorite. I think it's super strong from top to bottom, and the sentiment was really positive. Um, I like the music at the end of that too. So thank you, Michael Bornheim, for lending his uh, talents to that track at the end. Question number two, why are you taking a break? Aren't you afraid to lose momentum and your audience? (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm acutely aware that audiences are fickle these days and it might mean losing some momentum, but trust me, there is no break. It's just a period of catch up. Um, For season one in the beginning before we launched, I was working about seven weeks out. And by the time we reached this episode 14, I was about two weeks out. Uh, the minutia of producing a weekly show catches up. It's all-consuming, and I'll be working constantly over the next four weeks to be ready to launch season two with new trailers, new graphics, new guests, some new merch, and some storylines, and I hope everyone will come back. If you're on the email list, don't ever hesitate to drop us a line. Let me know you're out there. If you're not on the email list, head over to themindunset.com and sign up. I'll keep you up to date until season two begins on November 2nd. Thank you guys so much for being here. And you know what I'm going to say now? Until next time, be nice, do good stuff. I'm quietly making noise Away from the fray Away from the fray Disguises and decoys Who's to say? to say So why don't you walk with me We won't solve any mysteries We'll rewrite our own history